Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one red cell at a time, back for video number two with Burton from PropStream. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. How are you doing today? Hey, man. Thank you very much for doing this every other week. It's great to see. We just talked about why new investors who are excited about real estate really should look at PropStream. Talked about the uh, seven-day trial. But now let's, uh, let's wow them with the UI, the user interface, the flexibility, and again, they're now going to see all these data sources and it's, <laughs> yeah, you could do it, but let's be honest, you won't do it. Uh, so you now have the power, sir. Take over. Let's go ahead and get started. So um, the first thing I'd like to show you guys, obviously, is what we were talking about in our previous video. So make sure you guys take a look at that. Uh, but essentially the data that we've been gathering over the last 15 years, here's just an example mm -hmm. of just some of the data sets. That's you know, crazy. we collect residential, commercial, industrial, office space, exempt property, agricultural. Um, but then on top of the classifications, uh, we do collect county information. So like your tax accessors, pre-foreclosure, sell deeds, uh, MLS on market listing. So you, when you're building a list with us, you know what's listed, what's not. Um, you even get historical <laughs> That listings. was the one list that I had. I had that one right there. <laughs> That's all I had. Um, you also get historical MLS listings. So if you wanted to go hunt down all the properties that uh, failed on market and maybe see if you can help them, uh, that works as well. You could see what sold on the MLS and run comps and take a look at the photos that the agents had on those comp or those properties. Crazy. Uh, so here are the things that you can do. And then we talked about in our last video, if you didn't catch it, the <laughs> flippers list. And yeah. uh, that's just things that we've been able to create on our own. So just uh, wanted to expose you guys to some of the data sets that we have on the back end. Very cool. Now, what we do with that data is we put it in a UI, a user interface. Uh, this is propstream.com here, uh, that you can eventually then easily understand property information or build a list of motivated sellers. So I know most of us here are new. Uh, so let's let's build your first list. So Burton, uh, just here, real quick, just so, so they go yeah. to the they go to the trial link below. They yes. Kick, like they register. They whatever they click the yard. This is the first thing they see. That's correct. Yeah. Perfect. So when you first log in, uh, you're going to yep. exactly. see your environment. So we've grabbed your IP address and zoomed in your market. So uh, the bunch of zeros, uh, what these boxes are, are just categories that have not yet populated because we haven't done a search. And yeah, we don't know your buy note, box yet. Exactly. And another thing to note is the toolbar, if you're wondering, uh, is on the left-hand side. And we're always going to send you in the search page first mm. because... Uh, we believe when you log in, you're either in need of searching an address for more information or to build a list. Sure. That's why we're here. Okay, perfect. So the first thing that we need to do when we're actually looking to build a list is search a market. So you can search by a county, a city, a zip code, or even our draw search feature on the map. So no way. All of them. Yeah, this is a really cool feature. I did not um, know actually, this. Let me show you how uh, and why I like this feature. Um, in my neighborhood, Disneyland just opened up oh. and this place is blowing up. I mean, the lines are already out the door. Okay. Season passes are already available, but here it is. So let's say I have a buyer who wants to Airbnb a property. Mm. Well, you know what? Since Disneyland is open, that Airbnb price is going to increase here. So no if joke. I searched Anaheim, which is where Disneyland is located, uh, it's going to search all of Anaheim, including mm. Anaheim Hills, way over here in the east side. And that's not what I'm looking for. So with the draw search feature, rather than looking at all of Anaheim, I can click on this pencil and through wow. several left clicks, I can build my own shaded area. 
and then hit enter and just find the leads in that shaded area. And so you do need to search a county, a city, a zip code, or do what I just did, the draw search feature, in order for the buy uh, box uh, information Mm -hmm. to appear, essentially, where you're able to see how many MLS properties are in that shaded area or city or zip code or county. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. pre-foreclosures, et cetera. Yeah, so, so this, this is like searches lev- that you can do. Yeah, so that's level one buy box because then you have the filters, right? Oh, too many. Because again, we talk about a buy box for full-time employees. We're trying to get 20, 40. You add filters, like no small houses, no big houses, this, that, whatever. Love that. Absolutely. And, and guys, one thing to note too, we're nationwide, so we don't restrict you. So let's say yeah. you do speak to a homeowner here in Southern California, and they're like, are you crazy? I'm not going to sell you my high renting property in Southern California. I'm here to talk to you about my property in uh, Richmond, Virginia. And so yeah. you can type in Richmond, Virginia, and pull properties there. Or if you have a buyer who wants to invest there, you can pull properties there. So first thing you have to do in order to build your first list is get to a market. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Step Next one. thing like you're going to want to do is head over to our filter. Otherwise, you're going to have to go through 100,000 records. And look, we're not going to stop you, but I don't recommend it. Right. Yeah, get straight I, to the I'll, point. I'll stop you. Don't do that. <laughs> there you go. So that, I recommend that's beyond stupid. <laughs> exactly. So I recommend going into the filter. And once you're in the filter, there are two things that you're going to recognize. The first mm-hmm. thing that you're going to see is our quick list drop down menu which yeah. gives you 19 categories to work with from the get-go. So Yeah, I would tell a new new person playing in your buy box, right? You buy the course, you're doing the work, you, you know, you want to invest in Richmond. Play with, you have seven days. Play with them. Play with these different searches. Feel them out. See what's going on. De- definitely. Don't overthink Absolutely. it. Sometimes we all think we have the special sauce. Remember, PropStream's been doing this for 15 years. A lot of their quick lists will be shocking to you when you look at them. <laughs> also, after you select a quick list. Now, what I want you to think about is, again, what investors were doing back in the day. And we're kind of mimicking <laughs> yeah. mimicking that, okay? So what I'm going to share with you guys is um, this little guideline. And, and feel free to follow along with it. So this is called the traditional search. So once you pull up a market, uh, just like an investor would back in the day, once they go to the county's office, mm-hmm. they're going to grab a list. Yep. So I recommend you pick a list. And just like Michael says, have fun, pick more than one, play with it, right? Mm-hmm. But pick a list that you'd like to start with. So in this sense, uh, I'm going to go back into PropStream. And let's say today's list are all the senior owners I want to go after, right? Okay. You know, I could go after a lien. I could go after, again, we're going to leave that up to you, but mm-hmm. definitely want to start with the list. Now, to the left are our additional filters where you can determine whether it's owner-occupied, not owner-occupied, whether they're answering their mail or vacant, add property characteristics, add MLS, pre-foreclosure. There's a bunch of additional filters, over 100 plus filters, but here's what I would recommend. Mm -hmm. Um, The guideline, this is after doing doing this for nearly 10 years, I'm working with tons of investors. Um, These are just some of the best practices I've observed that Mm -hmm. they do. So feel free to follow along. Uh, pick a list, in this case, senior owners list. And then unless you want to buy a property through an agent, then look for an on-market property. But most of us are going to want an off-market property so you can deal directly with that homeowner. And so to do part two in PropStream, you're going to head over to our MLS status. So remember, the first thing you got to do is grab a list, then head over to MLS status. This is where you can add your MLS filters. But the one that most of us are going to want is where it says on market, 
No, we want to make sure it's not listed with an agent. Again, if you want to buy through an agent, you're going to want to hit yes, no for the ones that want off market. And if you just don't care on or off market, you're going to leave it under any. But I would say nine out of 10 of us watching right now are probably going to aim for the off market property. So step two okay. is completed. Now, the third best practice is equity. Now, mm. once you're in real estate, you're going to realize there's tons of different strategies, right? Some involve high equity, low equity, even some strategies can work with negative equity. But I know most of us here are either looking to fix and flip or rent a property or perhaps wholesale that property. So here's what I advise, put a minimum amount in equity. Now, again, I'm going to say that hesitantly, because if you do short sales, you don't need to put equity amount, right? right? But for most of us that are watching, I'm sure we're going to want equity. So the equity is what most people put right after off market. Mm -hmm. And that can be found in valuation and equity info. So in this area, uh, the popular filter is the estimated equity percentage. So if I'm looking for uh, a high, you know, good to high equity amount, maybe I'm going to do a 30% minimum. Or um, if I'm an agent, maybe I'm going to do 10% minimum and look for the deals wholesalers are ignoring. Or right. if I do short sales, maybe I'm going to do 10% max, right? So 10% mm -hmm. max or lower or even negative equity is what I'm going to look for. Yeah. So equity is typically the third best practice. We'll do 30% for this example. Sure. And then the fourth rule uh, everybody's different. And so the fourth rule is kind of your preference. This is what type of property do you want and what type of owner are you looking for? So when it comes to property characteristics, again, maybe you want the three to four bedrooms, maybe you want duplexes, maybe you want mm -hmm. multifamily, uh, whatever it is, that part four property characteristics can be found in our property characteristics. So here I could say, hey, look, I want agricultural senior-owned properties mm -hmm. or agricultural senior-owned land, or uh, I want a residential in this case. Yeah. And then after you select residential, there's so many types of residential categories that yeah. to the right, this is where you can really isolate what you want. So I mm -hmm. want that mobile home, I want that apartment, or I want that single family property. And we could stop there and again, work a big farm, or yeah. we can narrow it down to... I want you know two to four bedrooms, and I don't want a property that was built last year. I want something built you know two thousand or before. So there's some right. age to that. Uh, so the, this is where your property characteristics come into play. Mm -hmm. And then the I final part mm -hmm. of the uh, uh, fourth rule is your owner characteristics. Yeah. So back to the top, you go. Do you want the senior owner living in this house? Or do you want the owner not living in the house? Mm -hmm. Do you want them uh, renting it out and occupied with somebody? Mm -hmm. Or do you want it vacated and not occupied? Yeah. Um, foreclosure filters can be added to your senior, I'm sorry, your owner's uh, situation. Uh, even the information of the owner, like how mm -hmm. many years they've owned the property, wow. the type of owner, individual, corporate, or trust, yeah. uh, location even, uh, maybe a senior owner in a different state during a pandemic. That could be a big hit for somebody, right? So mm -hmm. that right there, just a few examples, tons of things you can do. You can add bankruptcy and lien records to your search. You can even uh, look for an open mortgage, like a senior owner on a fixed income with a mortgage payment still on that property, right? So tons of things that you can do. Um, but again, best practices is just usually following that guideline, right? Pull up a market that you're invested mm -hmm. in, grab a list, 
Make sure it's off market unless you want it on market. Uh, put your equity amount high, lower, negative. We don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then add your property and owner characteristics. And if you do that and add anything else that you'd like to add mm -hmm. after, uh, what will happen is your unique properties will now be on the right side. So instead of 100,000 records, We're down to 15, after a few yeah. more filters, we have those 15 off market senior owned properties with the right amount of equity and 20 plus years uh, on the properties. Uh, you're very built. cool. Yeah, one of the things, uh, all of this, again, you're probably gonna have to watch this a couple of times. Again, go get the trial, play with this. If you're following my course, what I actually might tell you to do is a lot of you will be starting with on MLS, right? That was one of the filter characteristics. So what I would tell you to do is build your filter on market. And then just like I did 20 years after the fact is I would go back and let's just say, again, I did this with Adam. We shared the video last week, three bedroom, three or four bedrooms, 93703. Um, I think it was between 1,250 and 1,750 square feet. It was something like 2,000. I had no idea how big the pond was. So build your criteria with on market, right? Four bedroom, three bedroom, this, that, the other. Then what I would tell you to do, again, you have a seven-day trial. Take that criteria and flip it. Now take that same criteria, take it off market. Look at how big the pond is. Um, because I think it was so eye-opening. Genius. I like that strategy. Yeah. You know, work with the on-market ones and then just flip that switch to see the, the other side, the other side, that, the other side that potentially can join that side. I, exactly. I love that idea. It's genius. <laughs> yeah. Cause again, you're learning a buy box, you're getting repetition. Part of my course is really getting that repetition, learning what, and you're learning what's on market. Cause you're trying to figure out an average deal, but as you're gaining repetitions at bats, flip it and just realize how big it could be. So uh, Burton, thank you very much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here every other week, buddy. Boris, thank you so much for having me, Michael. You got Take it. care, Take everybody. Care. Bye.